Welcome to the Start Something Show. Join world-renowned experts, change agents, and everyday folks who have done the amazing. All here to help you start something incredible. Now it's time to step out, live your perfect day, and create a legacy with your host, Tina Dietz. Howdy, howdy, super starters. It's Tina Dietz, and I am stoked because it is episode 50 of the Start Something Show. The big 5-0, the golden, the fitty of the show. Yes, and before I get too crazy silly with that, let me tell you, I have not one, not two, but three guests on the show today. Phenomenal women. They're all clustered around their one microphone right now. This... <laughs> Little tight quarters here, but man, what a phenomenal conversation. Speaking to Spencer Chapel, the founder of the One Red Lipstick Project, their book, their documentary, this movement really started taking off with this incredible Kickstarter they did going on about two years ago now. And now this this movement, the speaking engagements, all these things are happening with this incredible global movement to support women entrepreneurs. It's neat, neat, neat stuff. And uh, you get to hear the story about how 20-something Spencer decided to start a global movement. Uh, it, it really is quite incredible. And it makes me very happy to know that the next generations have such strong leadership coming up. It's really, really inspiring. So we're going to have a great time with that today. So episode 50, as I mentioned in my last couple of episodes, the Start Something show has been an incredible ride, and now we want to give you more, and I want more. I love talking with a live audience, and it's something that uh, has always been uh, not only something I adore doing, but something that's a big gift and a talent of mine is helping people in the spur of the moment uh, with transforming the solutions that they need and, and getting the answers that you need in business. So we are taking the Start Something show and transforming it into the Creative Business Oasis, which is going to be live here in just a few short weeks. I'm super excited. You can go over to creativebusinessoasis.com and sign up for updates as well as download this particularly awesome book called Problem Solving in 10 Minutes that I wrote for you. This is my all-time most popular book, uh, the, the tool I get asked about the most, the, the tool that I use with all of my VIP clients to help them get past unstuck and really unleash your creativity and reach your goals faster. This is an incredible tool uh, that I pulled together from the world of psychology as well as creative problem solving and just some good old practical know-how and experience. So anyway, grab a, grab a copy of that book and get some updates about when the show is coming out and you can be part of our live online studio audience, as I'm calling it. Well, anyway, I'm very excited to have a great guest coming on to that show. Uh, and also, like I said, you get to join us live and ask your questions live on the air. Enough about that. Obviously, I've got a massive case of happy puppy syndrome about that. <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to the folks at audible.com who have given us the opportunity to showcase the audiobooks, which are near and dear to my heart. And you can get a 30-day uh, free trial of audible.com and download any book you want, courtesy of us here at the Start Something Show, when you go to audibletrial.com slash start something. So that's another good tip if you are looking for a book to read this week and would rather listen to it than read it or you want to see what all the hype is about for audiobooks. Uh, 
you know, I, I do audiobook production, and one of the amazing things about audiobooks is uh, the industry itself is growing at a rate three times faster than any other part of the publishing industry. People are hungry for audio. It is an incredible medium. Obviously, it's near and dear to my heart because I can't stop loving the sound of my own voice, but I love other people's voices too. So grab that uh, over at audibletrial.com slash start something. And if you're an author and uh, you haven't looked at doing audiobooks, well then, sweetie, we need to talk. We need to talk. Either you need to come on over to my show or you just need to uh, contact me directly and I'll give you all the goods on how to get your book turned into an audiobook. All good stuff there. So let us go and talk with Spencer, Faye, and Anne uh, all about the One Red Lipstick Project. So we're celebrating the 50th episode of the Start Something show with a really amazing interview. Now, remember when you started your business? It Well, maybe you're even still in that process. It likely was an exciting but scary time. And so often we don't know what we don't know. And perhaps if we knew now or knew then what we knew now, we never would have taken the plunge. But really, yeah, we probably still would have, right? Right. So more and more women in particular are embarking on the entrepreneurial journey. And we are good at it, but it is all too easy to get discouraged as we encounter roadblocks to our success. And so often we get in our own way of realizing the success we deserve. And that is where One Red Lipstick comes in. One Red Lipstick is a global collective for women entrepreneurs. And I have been a part of this movement myself now uh, since it started. And I'm very excited to have the creator of this movement, Spencer Chapel, and two of the founding partners, Anne Day and Faye Chapel, with me here today to talk about this growing movement, their incredibly successful Kickstarter campaign, and the upcoming release of the One Red Lipstick book and documentary. So thank you, all three of you, for coming on today. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. This really is so fun. cool having you all there at the same time. I feel <laughs> like... In unison. Exactly, <laughs> in harmony. I feel like I'm uh, on like a news channel or something like that, and I've got, you know, the little boxes with you and all of beside me. So... <laughs> So a little bit, I uh, just want to introduce each each one of you a little bit as well. Um, Spencer, let's let's go ahead and start with you. What prompted you to go ahead and start this really quite enormous project and and you know make a stand for making this kind of difference in the world? So one red lipstick started from basically my parents, my mom and my dad. So. The, it originated from my dad had a stroke in 2009, and then from there, everything fully flipped, um, and basically our family life had to change. So from there, my I was 17 at the time, and my mom had to change her business, and she decided to open up a studio. So from there, I had met so many friends of hers, and they were all entrepreneurs, all doing their own stuff. And I was so interested in the struggle. You know, my mom had opened up this business after being in corporate for quite a while. But the things that went on at home, you know, no one had known that part. No one knew why she opened it, you know. So when I met all these all these women, I was so intrigued and fascinated by, you know, why they are the way that they are and what made them start, you know, their business. So One Red Lipstick really started from simply being inspired by all the women that I had met throughout my mom's career. Um, 
if you want me to speak about the name, because a lot of people ask me, you know, what does one red? Yeah, I'd, I'd love mean? to hear the story behind yeah. that. That's very cool. So um, the first few months uh, when my dad was sick, my mom was in the hospital with him the whole entire time. And when I would take my brothers to go visit, she always had her makeup on. Always, you know, whether she was in sweats or not, her face was on and her lipstick was there. So I thought, well, aren't you tired? Like, you don't have to do that. And she goes, well, you know, it's all about putting your best face forward, even though I'm, I'm tired and, you know, it's a bad day. I'm still going to look and show up. So I kind of thought, well, that's really interesting, you know, all eat. And then back to all these women I met, they always had their best face on. And you ask them about their day and, and you know, what goes on in, in the home life. And it's just simply a struggle. So um, I thought one red lipstick kind of pieced into the whole um, idea I wanted to create. I think that uh, it's pretty iconic. Uh, we we so much associate that that red lipstick with not only beauty but also with the the fiery passion that we tend to have for our families and for our businesses at the same time. This is a pretty extraordinary uh, story. It's, uh, and I want to just go over to you, Faye. Yeah. Um, this, Spencer also happens to be your, your daughter. She's talking yeah, about so you. Yeah. And uh, you started this uh, studio, and it was a wellness and health studio. Is that right? right. Yeah. I was in corporate for 25 years and um, traveled throughout the world and, and looked after, obviously, large um, organizations and then still struggled with it and did it um, for the first year and a half while my husband was sick. But he's uh, he's severely, severely disabled. And I realized that I just couldn't do it anymore. And at the same time, not only could I not travel, but I really had to establish a business that um, would provide for the family because all of a sudden, you know, your, your um, late 40s when you think you're going to start moving down a little and things are going to get a little easier for you, I had to start all over again. And basically it's, you know, starting over from scratch, but with a lot of debt. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and that's the reality. I mean, that's, I think what we want to make sure that we focus on that, you know, when sometimes when, um, people at Spencer's age group in the early twenties are looking at successful women and they think everything's great and they've had such an easy time about it, but they don't really see what's going on in the background and how challenging it is. So we started this business while, you know, looking after my husband 24 seven, cause we didn't have any help. And, um, I had a four year old at the time as well. So, um, it was challenging. But at the same time, a lot of really great things have come out of it. And one of them is this project, which is, you know, was completely Spencer's idea and um, and thought it was just a phenomenal thing to go after. And I absolutely agree. And you are no stranger to starting organizations and movements yourself. You're the uh, you founded Company of Women up in the Greater Toronto area, and you put on a good eighty events a year. Have hundreds of members. How did you come to be involved in the One Red Lipstick Project? Um, I think really through Faye, because we be we've become sort of business associates and we also have become really good friends and so when uh, Spencer and Faye talked about this project uh, I thought great this is something that I could really get into and and in fact the book kind of came out of my love of writing and and uh, editing so yes you are a book maven I have yeah, yeah. I have <laughs> 
Absolutely. Uh, it is one of the best mediums to get the message out there. There's nothing like, uh, you know, either, you know, sitting down to a good book, whether it's on your tablet or holding it in your hands. But uh, these inspiring stories that I know you're collecting uh, on the website and in your media, just the way they've been kind of the stories have even kind of been, you know, leaked out in this beautiful kind of like tantalizing way. Um, I'm I'm just so impressed with the caliber and diversity of women that have flocked to this particular particular project. I'm not necessarily surprised, but I'm impressed. Uh, now let's talk a little bit about the Kickstarter project that you mounted. Was it almost two years ago now? Yeah, I mean, it was um, it was an interesting thing when Spencer first came to me with the idea. She she really wanted to start with the documentary because she wanted to tell the story to you know girls her age so they could understand. And I thought, you know, that's a great idea. And I said, well, how much would you need? <laughs> and she said, I don't know, maybe ten grand. And I said, well, great. There's a great place called Kickstarter, <laughs> and maybe you should go there and figure it out <laughs> because. You know, I mean, the reality is you want to start a project, and she did. So she went there, put put together um, video. Anne and I helped her with going after some of the people that, that we knew. And then Spencer chose, you know, women that she knew um, had met through through us. Um, every single person we asked, and we went, would you be interested in, that, in doing this project? And everyone said absolutely. So actually it was almost, uh, you know, almost too many people because so many people wanted to be involved with it. But um, she put up the uh, Kickstarter, did the videos, and um, we managed to raise the money that was necessary. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, we're very excited about it. Yeah. Spencer, what was it like navigating the Kickstarter whole process? Because there's a a whole involved process with doing a successful Kickstarter. What was that like for you? Well, I'll tell you, I couldn't have done it by myself. (laughs) I had uh, the, the greatest help from my mom as well as Anne. Because to begin with, I didn't even know what Kickstarter was, (laughs) you know. I I think uh, I just had this idea and my mom said, go for it. And and, uh, I I think um, it was was, what was quite amazing to me was the response from doing the Kickstarter, how much money we raised so quickly and how, um, as my mom just said, how everyone wanted to get involved because – um, not a lot of people like to tell their story. You know, people are very hesitant. Does anyone want to listen? You know, I don't want to have a pity party. Um, so that was, that was, I think what was most amazing for me was just the response and the support, um, from Kickstarter. Cause that's kind of really where it all started to get the ball rolling. So what do you think with the, now you're, you're an artist, you're a filmmaker. Um, I believe you also teach yoga, don't you? All of that. Yeah, uh, you do. You wear a lot of different hats. So, what elements do you, of the Kickstarter campaign would you say really connected with people and made a difference in reaching the goals? Because I think you guys you guys set a goal, you reached it, and then you set another goal, and you reached that one as well, right? Yeah, I think that's great. I thank you. I think the biggest piece is the visual part. I think having a video kind of really got people into the idea and what you know made them understand it a little bit better because you could read text, you know, and, and I, I don't think that got the point across when I took a few, it took me, uh, you know, a little bit to, to find the women that were in the Kickstarter video and then to find some filler footage, which took time, but that's, you know, that's my 
you know, love is, is film and, and being able to tell a story across visuals. So, um, so that, that was pretty neat. I think too, people really wanted to, to uh, support Spencer. I think we all want to encourage young women to forge ahead with their dreams. And so I think that also hooked a lot of people into the whole yeah. project. And a lot of people that we knew, uh, Anne and I. So, you know, the networks that we traveled in, they all generally have daughters around the same age and, and, and they would look at Spencer and go, oh, she's she in, in her own right is a role model for our daughters and something that they could aspire to do when they see that, you know, if you have a great idea, if you have a great idea and you just have a few people around you that support it, you can actually make it work. It absolutely is true. And and your networks are basically how I became involved in, in this particular <laughs> yeah. project. And I'm happy, 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 happy to have uh, heard about it and been able to get involved. And with all of your experience over over the years and in, in building an organization of, of women and uh, and all th- and all three of you, really, in, in terms of what you've seen in your own personal and professional development. Well, let's start with Anne. What do you think is most important for women to know when they are in this entrepreneurial journey? Like, what do you think kind of is either the, the um, I, want, I don't want to say the secret because there really is no secret sauce, but what do you think is kind of the, the message that you wish all women knew at the beginning of the journey rather than finding it out years later? I think one of the things I found in running Company of Women is that most of us face the same challenges in terms of running a business. And really, if you can be open about those challenges and surround yourself with like-minded women, it isn't such a lonely journey and that you can help each other. Um, Certainly, as I say, one of the things that, that with Company of Women is it's really more of a community. We really are there to support each other and we're building relationships rather than a sort of a transactional relationship. Yeah, very good. Um, Faye or Spencer, would you like to chime in on that? Yeah, I think for for me it really came down to – you know, when you had to establish a new business, it was just do it, just get on with it. Um, you know, put it in your calendar and move forward. And I think so many of us come up with really great excuses. You know, we have great ideas, but we'll find 40 different excuses why not to do or start something. And if we can just recognize that and move forward and do it, generally speaking, we do really well. So, you know, when Spencer came up with that idea, I just told her, to, okay, well, Go on Kickstarter and do it. So if we teach, um, you know, the young entrepreneurs coming up through the ranks, basically if we teach them early on that, you know, just do it, don't think too much, don't hesitate, then I think that the confidence level will skyrocket earlier on rather than waiting till you're in a 40 or 50 to be able to be confident enough to be able to move forward. Yes, I've said many times that I have wished that I had had a, a mentor early on in my 20s, but it didn't it didn't even occur to me to look for one. Right. Even though I came from a family of entrepreneurs, they were not entrepreneurs who networked with other entrepreneurs. They were right. a brick and mortar business and you just like you said just got on with it. Yeah. Um uh, so Spencer, um you know, for for your your peer group, um what kind of mentors would you say that yourself and your peers are looking for? What can we provide for you? Well, I think, you know, for my age group, we're just looking for people to be real. Um, I think a lot of, a lot of 
you know, not that I have met, but a lot of women <laughs> um, sugarcoated and, you know, they talk about their success and, you know, all the great things that they've been through, but they never talk about their struggles. And I think I'm all about speaking truth and being real, which is, you know, the, one of the reasons, again, why I started this project. Um, I really think it's all about, it's just all about having mentors and, that's, I mean, even like you said, when you were young, you didn't have anyone, you know, you had a family of entrepreneurs, but that, that, you know, no one to look up to. So again, another reason why I started this movement was to have a platform where, you know, young women could look up to people that have been through, you know, it all basically. So I think, um, having someone, uh, with courage and who's bold and going out there and to tell you that, you're really not in this alone. There's a lot of other people like you and, um, and that's it. Yeah. Are there any particular things that, uh, that some of the, that you wish that some of us who have kind of been there, done that, maybe have a few decades on you, um, mm -hmm. that you wish we were more open to or wish that we did more of that maybe comes more naturally or easily to you and your peers? How do we drive you nuts? Let me know. <laughs> um, Where do you start? I know. <laughs> fun to answer. Um, I and you don't have to sugarcoat it, just like you don't want to be sugarcoated. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't actually, I don't. I think I don't. a lot, of, a lot of the times when, when, you know, you're, you see the group, you're always, because everyone that that you're exposed to and, and all the um, speeches and networks are, are fairly rehearsed. She's right. They're fairly rehearsed, right? And they're, yeah. And we're, we've been trained, at, at least in my generation, been trained to, you know, prepare, memorize it, have it done. Whereas, you know, Spencer's generation, they're more apt to just, like, have a conversation, right? They have a lot more conversations than they do um, very canned speech, speeches and, and canned presentations. And I think that's where the, that whole reality tag um, changes or shifts somewhat. You can even notice it sometimes, I think, when you look at, you know, Instagram accounts, right? Someone ver in my demographic versus somebody in hers. And then you can see the, the complete difference in postings. Even if they're in business, it's a very different vibe to what they post versus, you know, generally speaking, um, uh, my age group has a tendency of posting the event, right? What, what we're doing, where we're going, as opposed to the experience. Oh, that's a really important distinction. Spencer, would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, the, the book and, and the documentary that are coming out. Uh, the book is, when is the book uh, being released? That one's coming first, right? Okay. Yeah. The book is coming out officially on March the 8th, which is Inter uh, International Women's Day. So we thought that was a really appropriate time to launch it. Also because several of the women in the book are from different nationalities. So it really fits in. Oh, that is absolutely perfect. And what about the, the documentary? Yeah, so um, so the book, by the way, plug, plug, can you can get it? Yes, up? absolutely, plug it. <laughs> You'll be able to download it on Amazon that day. <laughs> and, uh, the documentary is, um, and Spencer's quietly editing it in the background, and it will be shown um, live on May 17th. At the uh, Journey to Success conference. It's our 10th conference, and so it seems really appropriate that we'll be showing it then. 
Oh, that's wonderful. And by the way, and if you're listening to this right now on your mobile device, on your on your phone in particular, this will continue to play while you open up a browser and go to OneRedLipstick.com <laughs> and sign up for updates. So you can just that's go fair. do that now. Thank so. you. <laughs> All right. Now, um, now I see that, uh, you know, even beyond the book and this this as an idea, there are tools and there are additional websites and really a whole host of features yeah. that that uh, that this one red lipstick movement is becoming. Spencer, yeah. what do you, what's your <laughs> what's your bigger long term vision? What do you want you know women to have access to? Well, I think I really think of it as just, you know, it's it's a way of being is is the number one thing. Um, but I also, again, I think it's a platform where, you know, people can connect on Facebook or community boards or any way to contact other women and hear about their stories. Um, do you want to piggyback onto that? Yeah. And so what was interesting when we first launched this, um, you know, as we said, so many people were so excited and wanted to get involved and wanted to get on board. And they, they all of a sudden, they wanted to tell their stories. And so Anne and I were sort of like, well, what can we do next? And because this brand was sort of morphing into more than we anticipated. So we started doing um, our ORL live events and so each month, basically, we were having a live event where women could stand up and tell their stories for 10 minutes, and they'd have um, a group of, uh, obviously, an audience listening, and it was very empowering because not only were they, you know, perhaps the first time ever sharing their story, but women in the audience could identify with it, which was pretty exciting. And um, so that has escalated and we've built more and more. We've taken a, a little bit of a break because we're focusing on getting the book and the documentary out, but it's going to restart again in September. So, the, so look out for those live events. And as well, um, we're going to have um, a lot of master classes and programs to really give women the confidence that they need to be able to move forward, maybe some tools and, and, and um, training so that they know that they can go to a community where they feel welcome and comfortable and they'll be able to move forward on that level too. So really exciting stuff in the near future. And uh, who knows where else um, it'll go. It really depends on the women themselves. They're the ones that are steering the project, not us. And that is always makes things interesting. Yes. Yes. Very, <laughs> very true. Very, very true. All right. Wonderful. Um, now, Spencer, when you started talking about this project to your peers, what was their reaction or reception like? Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, you, you got some big dreams. Um, <laughs> I think the feedback has been overwhelming. I think when I first started it, a lot of people didn't really understand exactly what it was. Um, but then when they, you know, they saw the Kickstarter video and they read a little bit more, they, um, it really, they just, they couldn't believe it because, you know, I don't really know anyone my age doing what I'm doing. So I think they were I mean it's funny funny actually I think they were actually inspired by me because um it kind of allowed them to get outside their box as well so I think it's just it's just about having support and having a role model and that role model role model can be the same age as you right so true very Absol true yeah. yeah absolutely 
That is absolutely phenomenal. All right. So I encourage everyone once again, go to OneRedLipstick.com, sign up for updates and, you know, support this absolutely incredible movement, cross-generational, cross-cultural, cross-continental, global, Mm -hmm. uh, to support women in being successful and in this burgeoning entrepreneurial explosion that's happening, particularly with women all over the globe. Uh, It is really quite extraordinary what we can do when we start working together. It it really is, it's a strength of humanity, but it's in particular a strength of women that we can collaborate, share ideas, and man, are we good at spreading the word about things. Absolutely. I mean, really. You know, mm-hmm. this is not this is not a pebble in a pond. This is a bit more of, you know, uh, a meteor in a crater in a, you know, <laughs> we're gonna we're getting the word out here That's for sure. Great about this project. So I want to thank all three of you for for joining me here today. Uh, Spencer and Faye, I appreciate you taking the time and also coordinating your schedules to all be in the same place in front of the same microphone at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And joining me here on the show today. uh, And uh, I hope to have you back again uh, for Creative Business Oasis. And we can talk with each of you um, about your projects and your wisdom Uh, as we work with creative entrepreneurs to help them reach their goals. So I invite each and every one of you to come come on back and join us on the new show when we launch uh, in another month or so here. Thank you, Tina. That Thank would you. Be, sounds yeah, exciting. That would be great. And uh, I know I, for one, uh, will be ready with popcorn when that documentary comes <laughs> out and ready with my uh, cup of tea for that book. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll be enjoying that for sure. So remember, everyone, OneRedLipstick.com is the place to go to find out more about this extraordinary movement. And just in closing, because this is our 50th episode and this is the final hurrah of this particular iteration of the Start Something Show before we move to the live platform, I normally ask this question uh, in the backstage pass portion of the show, but I'm going to ask each of our guests today uh, right here live on the show. So, uh, and that question is, what's the legacy each of you would like to leave? Mm. Silence. <laughs> it's, a, it's a deep question. It's worth thinking about for a second. But I would also encourage you to go with the first thing that comes to mind because it's well, usually the most truth. Well, you know, I, I was, I've been asked this question before, and, and, and I think my answer is always the fact that I have, if I know that my kids will never be afraid to start something and, and start a new project and and re and really go after what they I'm not going to say hopes and dreams because sometimes that that's almost you know a little bit of a disservice when we talk too much about you know follow your passion and follow your hopes and because sometimes it's just a good idea you know you just there's just something you really want to do and if I've given them enough um, confidence in themselves to be able to go out and 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 do that, then I will have um, had um, uh, the influence that I wanted on on uh, them and in their futures. Thank you, Faye. Thank you, Faye. Um, I would say for me, it's usually around. I always want to make a difference, but I think what I would like to see as a result of this project is that. We've encouraged and fostered the entrepreneurial spirit in in women that they can succeed, they can do it, they just have to start. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll speak to a young me, (laughs) where I am right now. Um, I mean, I'm 
I would love when I eventually do have kids, that is obviously my goal is to uh, inspire them. However, I think um, it is it is essentially what Anne said as well, is my goal is, is to make a difference to young women. Because again, I can only speak to the age that I am right now. And I think, you know, I would love to leave with you're not alone and you just have to look for you know, role models and whether it's family, friends, someone you've met before, someone you haven't. Um, I think just finding what it is that inspires you. Um, and I, I, I hope to be an inspiration to, to uh, the young women out there that you really can do anything. <laughs> you just have to set your mind to it. So and have a good support team, of course. Well, yeah, we don't do anything without support. And Spencer, I think you are well on your way thank to you. leaving that that legacy for sure. Uh, I wholeheartedly say that. So thank you all again for being on the show. And thank you all for listening to the Start Something show. This is Tina Dietz. And my legacy that I'm out to leave is a legacy of 10,000 thriving businesses so that those entrepreneurs and people and everyone associated with those businesses in that world of thriving passes that thriving on to the future generation. So our children's children never know a world where when we say to them, you know, do what you love and the money will follow, that will just be a simple, simple truth for them. And that will be the world that uh, that everybody grows up in. So that's that's my vision. That's a legacy I'm out to leave. I look forward to seeing you at the Creative Business Oasis show uh, that's going to be live on Blab, also on iTunes, and of course, all the other outlets as usual. Feel free to sign up for updates at creativebusinessoasis.com before we start the show here. It's just just really a few weeks away. And I thank you again for joining us for all of these 50 episodes. It's been a glorious year. And remember, keep your dreams alive. Start something with purpose. Start something with freedom. Start something now. Go to thestartsomethingshow.com, join our community of super starters, and get your Perfect Day Planner Pack, a free resource to help you create the life you've dreamed of living. Take action now, and we'll see you for our next exciting episode.